Hey, good morning. It's Monday morning. I'm glad to join with you today for our time of uh, reflection and a prayer. So thanks for joining us today on this uh, beautiful Monday morning. Uh, we'll be using again the uh, morning devotional as found on page 137 if you're using a book of common prayer. Uh, today, we're going to use the assigned Psalm 51. Uh, we, we, we've been using other psalms, but today I do, I do want to use Psalm 51, where the psalmist writes, or David writes this. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving health, help again. Sustain me with your bountiful spirit. Lord, be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Amen. Today, our reading is going to come as we continue in the Gospel of Luke. We're going to be looking at Luke chapter 21, verses, 30, verses 29 through 36. Luke 21, 29 through 36, where Jesus has continued from his teachings. Uh, about the end of the world and, and judgment and things such as that. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourself and know that summer is already here. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard that your hearts are not weighed down with the dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that the day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon the upon all who live on the face of the earth. Be alert at all times. Pray that you may have strength to escape all the things that will take place to stand before the Son of Man. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When we see these teachings of Jesus regarding the end of the world and regarding his coming judgment, one of the common refrains we see is a refrain to be alert and be ready. That, that's one of the common refrains you, you'll see when you read the parables about the end of the world and about judgment and about his return. Is this refrain to be ready. And I think that is an important word for us today because life has a way of making us dull. Uh, life has a way of, of, I don't know if it's uh, too much, too much, uh, media too much social media too much whatever is we feel like sometimes in life i feel like in life sometimes things just wash over us and we're um unable to um really truly pay attention to anything uh, i i think um uh, i've um i've t heard it talked about the uh the uh paralyzation of analyzation um that there's so many options in front of us so many things that we can choose from so many media choices social media choices, so many things that we have in front of us that uh, sometimes we um, we can't fully uh, do anything because there's too much on our plate and too much happening. So I think that's how it is with life is that we can become so infatuated by, so overwhelmed by, so overconsumed by the things of the world, things happening in this moment, the things all around us in culture, the things that are coming across our screens, all these things that we don't really pay attention and Jesus tells us, he tells us today, be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down by dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, that the day does not catch you unexpectedly. Do not become heavy, do not become weighed down with the concerns of this life. 
I think so often for us as Christians, we're overwhelmed by the things of this life, that this world seems to catch our eye and catch our attention more than the things of God, that this world and this moment tend to catch our eye more than scripture or more than prayer or more than church or more than community, more than our souls focused upon God. So be careful. Be careful that you do not become weighed down by the things of this world. And maybe not just miss the coming judgment of Christ, but frankly, miss Christ's presence in our life each day. Be careful that you don't become too weighed down by the things of this world. May our hearts, our eyes, our souls, our very being always be attentive, be attentive to the movement of God and in finding his presence in our life each day. Amen. We'll now recite our Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. Third day he arose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let's now pray. Father, we come to you now in prayer. God, praying for those who we love and who we know who are sick. Father, we know that there are many needs within our families, many needs within our community, many needs within our world, Father. That you, that your grace is all sufficient for all things and all people, God. And not a, not a concern comes upon our heart, God, not a concern comes upon our lips, not a concern comes upon our life, oh God, that you are not keenly aware of and that you are not at work within, Father. So we now come to you, Father, knowing that you are strong and mighty to save, and that your right hand is always ready to save, Father. We come now giving these things to you. God, we know that your word says that when we cast our cares before you, that peace that passes all understanding will guard our hearts. So, Father God, right now, for the many who are in the midst of worry, we pray, we pray for your peace to guard their hearts. We pray for those who are sick, those battling cancer, those battling COVID, those battling all manner and all nature of disease, Father, be with them. We pray for God, those that are battling depression now, those that are heavy laden under addiction. God, those that feel hopeless, that feel alone, that feel as though no one loves them. Father, through your grace, may they somehow feel your grace and your love now. Pray God for our country, for our military, Pray, God, for our leaders, local, state, and federal. Be with them. Pray, God, for all these. We pray for those for whom no one else prays. Loving God, we ask you now to forgive us of our sins and remind us each day of your great love. We love you. We ask this prayer this morning, O oh God, not in our name. We ask in the name of the one who taught us to pray as we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into, to, into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Today I want to read to you again uh, a reading from our, our devotional tool that we've been using some, called The Rule of St. Benedict, um, edited by Joan Chittister. Uh, today we're going to read from uh, the, the reading from today, the 21st of of a uh, June. 
You, you may find this weird that I like to read from my, this monastic guide, but as somebody that has a little AD, a spiritual ADD, I like the regularity that comes from this. And I think there's something to be said from ordering your life in this way. So I'm going to read to you this. It says, this, this is Benedict, and then we'll read Joan Chittister's Reflections. We've already established the order of psalmody, of psalmody at vigils and lauds. Now let us arrange the remaining hours. Three psalms are to be said at prime, each followed by glory be. The hymn for this hour is sung after the open versicle, God, come to my assistance, Psalm 72. Then this is before the psalm that he begins. One reading follows three psalms, and the hours concluded with a vesticle, Lord have mercy, and then dismissal. Prayer is celebrated the same way at terse, sext, and known. That is the opening verse, the hymn appropriate to the hour, three psalms, a reading from the versicle, Lord have mercy, and then dismissal. If the community is rather large, the refrains are used for the psalms. If it is smaller, the psalms are said without refrain. At Vespers, the number of psalms should be limited to four with a refrain. After the psalms, there follow a reading in our repository, an Ambrosian hymn, a versicle, the gospel canticle, the litany, and immediately before dismissal, the Lord's Prayer. Compli is limited to three psalms without refrain. After the psalmody comes the hymn for the hour, followed by a reading, a versicle, Lord have mercy, a blessing, and a dismissal. And then Joan Tudister writes, Perhaps the most important point to be made about the structure of prayer during the day hours, during the periods of distraction, the times of work is simply them. Even then, prayer is to be prayer, not a glancing thought or a shrug or a gesture or a, mi a mindless moment of empty daydreaming. It is to be brief, yes. It is not, however, to be superficial. Benedict wants us to pray the Psalms. His own monks, many of them illiterate, and all of them without manuscripts, memorize the Psalms of the day, of the day hours, that they make they can be prayed in the fields, while the prayer as well as the prayer as well as in the prayer place. This chapter, consequently, all the chapters in the rule of prayer are a real challenge in a modern society. What psalm prayers can we say without reading? What prayers ring in our hearts? What do we think about when we're not thinking about anything special? Do we ever simply stop the work we are doing during the day, look straight ahead, and pray? What memorial, what memorized material, does run through our minds, and why do we memorize what we do but not our prayers? It's a great word, y'all. What do, where do our minds go when our minds are not thinking? What memorized prayers do we have? What do what what we have memorized many things in our life, but have we memorized our prayers? And have we do we do we take time each day to pray uh, throughout each day? So may we do that today. May we pray. May we prayerfully enter into our day, and may we take time every few hours to stop, to breathe, and to pray. Let us now close in prayer. Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us safety safely into this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome. By adversity and all that we do direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through christ our lord amen praying for you today have a great day we look forward to praying with you tomorrow